Hey everyone, this is the Drop Your Fist Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Plavik, and I'm joined by my co-host, David Bordeaux. Hello, Hello everyone. Shut up, David. <laughs> this podcast is made possible by the fans of the show. For more info, visit drunkenfistpodcast.com slash fans. All right, David, now you can talk. Don't you have a... You had something to say. I can't remember what it was. I was just saying hi. You said that... No, stop talking. I was... (laughs) What? Oh, I mean, what? Just kidding. Fair enough. I'm kidding. How are you, David? Uh, Whatever. Do you know what episode this is? This is number 10. It is our 10th episode. We have some special... Awesome stuff in store for you guys. I'll tell you what that is later, though. I still want yeah, to hear awesome how David's doing. Man, I, I, I kind of want to know what. All right. Well, we got to hey, have one just, awesome episode out of 10. Well, I mean, I. I okay. <laughs> so what am I doing? What, what did you say? I was just asking how you're doing. I was being a jerk. I am doing fairly well. I. Yeah, doing fairly well just opened a beer so i usually do better when i open a beer um yeah how about you man i'm doing all right it's been uh it's been a short summer i'm just i just keep thinking about going back to work and it's driving me crazy yeah Yeah. but i'm drinking too so that's cool what what do you got going on I i don't care what you got going on what are you drinking <laughs> Today I thought for number ten I would go back to my classic and I've got to give it up for my my love of my life. Drinking Guinness? Guinness? Oh my gosh! There's a surprise. Yeah. That that was probably uh, I had to do it. For was the that time. the surprise you were <laughs> holding for all of us? Oh no! There's more surprises oh, that'll oh, come well. later. Good, good. Um, Guinness. All right. Well, I'm drinking. Uh, what about you? Uh, don't worry. I'll tell you anyway. I'm drinking. I wasn't going to ask, bitch, so then I'm like, yeah, I'll ask. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, David, what are you drinking? See, I waited. I waited. I paused for that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking knew it. Brew dog. <laughs> I'm drinking brew dog. Uh, I went back to the, uh, what is it? Coco Psycho. The freaking 10% alcohol uh, Imperial Russian Stout by BrewDog. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm really digging BrewDog. And I I think I said this in an episode. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did it before. But BrewDog is from Scotland. They happen to have a brewery here in Ohio. So the... And it's a father-son, right? uh, Yeah. It's definitely a family thing. I think it's father son, but definitely a family thing. So technically, I am drinking an Ohio brewed beer. At the same time, it is not born in Ohio. So, so yeah, yeah, um, that's what I'm drinking. Um, it's really nice because it has some coffee flavor to it, like a little bit of coffee, a little bit of chocolate, um, and it's a stout. And I love stouts, so I'm doing pretty good. Um. Did you purposely get the 10% alcohol for the 10th episode or did that just huh. magically happen? Yeah. <laughs> that was exactly why I chose this one. How did you know? I think I'm more excited about the 10th episode uh, than you are. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, that was just, 
It's very much a coincidence. I, I wish I would have been quicker on the uptake when I was reading it and uh, reading the uh, the percentage and I could have played it in, but that, that's me. Um, so no, like seriously, what, what, what's so, what are we doing for the 10th episode? Because you're all geeked out about it. I am now it's not exciting, but this is the, the first part of it. This comes in parts. So be ready. Ooh. The first part of it is if any at time we make each other laugh during this episode, you have oh. to take a drink. No. Yes. And then not like a sip. I mean, a gulp. Dude. Yeah, that's your fault for picking the 10%. (laughs) This is on you, not me. You know the rules. Oh, shit. I just just laughed. Fuck. Oh! Awesome. All right. Already starting out. So, David will be slurring his words in about five minutes, so be ready for that. While I'm on Guinness, a nice, probably around 5% beer. Is it 5%? I know it's not much. I don't know. That's probably it's around five. It's probably like four. Uh, probably like four. Seven. I don't. Know. I'll look it up later. Not right now. All right. Shut up. You love it. I mean, not the, really. But. I had this awesome idea for our tenth episode. So, besides the drinking game that we're going to add today, I thought it would be nice if wait me, is the drinking game just if either one of us laughs. No, you have to make the other person laugh. Oh. So if you make me laugh, I'll drink. If I, I make you make laugh, you you'll laugh. Drink. So that is completely unfair. That is not true. If you go back and a lot of episodes, I chuckle all the time. And it probably sounds like a squealing pig. Yeah, well. Either There's got to be something else. There's got to be something else. Anyway, go ahead and I'll, I'll, I'll adapt or adopt or modify the rules as I need to. Please continue. Oh, no, you're just going to drink when you laugh, motherfucker. Anyway, <laughs> there it is. It. Drink. See? I'm really bitch. good at this. So that's why we're doing that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Anyway, finally, no. the reveal. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be giving you, we're going to equal 10 most funniest things that have happened to us in martial arts. David is going to give you five. I'm going to give you five. I, I will ask you, though, do you want to do one each do you want to do all five each and then the other do five each what do you want to do let's let's trade off back and forth i like that idea too and Um, i'm I'm adjusting the rules every time one of us finishes our stories we have to drink you're trying to get drunk got it (laughs) god damn it fuck shit there's another one. All right. Hold on. Ooh, we should tally this. That was four, I believe. I'm going to go with four. We're not tallying anything. Oh, I'm going to tally how many times I get you to laugh because you always say I'm not funny, and yet I get you to giggle. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's like when something happens and you just have to chuckle because if not, something bad is going to happen. That's more of what my Damn it. drink, drink. Yeah. I got this. Hold on. Yeah. That one happened, but yeah. All right, we are one to four, by the way. I'll periodically say our score. All right. Anyway, the uh, sorry, I was jotting it down. I actually do want to go first. I was going to say I was trying not to laugh. So that too. Yeah, don't laugh yet. You already are probably three shits to win with that one. Oh man. 
I will go first. I will say one of the funniest things that ever happened to me in martial arts. So while I take a quick sip of this beautiful Guinness, just because I haven't drank in a while and I'm thirsty because David isn't funny. Mm-hmm. I'm, oh, I'm just kidding. I just want to see if you'd laugh on that one. I, you are funny. Well, not laughing. But I was trying to get you to laugh, so that was my bad. Yeah, well, it's not going to happen. All right. Right now. We'll see. Not at all. Ever. I'm going to... A lot of this is slapstick. It is definitely things that I have found funny. If you don't find it funny, let me know in the comments. If you find it hilarious, still let me know. But one of the top five funniest things to happen to me is I was helping a friend with a demonstration. By the way, this is the same friend where I'm on a hidden YouTube quick video clip of being kicked in the face. Oh, that was just the other episode ago. And that uh, uh, Video right. martial arts or whatever. Ah, okay. Now, thank goodness this one isn't on video, but same type of stuff. He begged me to help him with this demonstration. And I'm like, dude, I don't know Taekwondo. What do you want me to do? And he's like, you just have to hold this board. And I'm like, oh, okay, I can do that. That's easy. I'm holding the board in your typical fashion so that he can, I would assume, break it. It's, I think he's on maybe two at this point in the demonstration. Uh, he overshot it by a lot and broke through the board and ended up punching me in the neck. What? Now, because I'm holding on to pieces of wood, there was not even a remote chance of blocking. So I got the full force of a punch to the throat. Yes, it was dampened by breaking some wood, but I still felt my Adam's apple crumble into the back of my throat. All right. You know what? This this drinking game is not funny as hell because me trying to suppress laughing is not cool. And it totally, no, fuck this game. But I'm going to take a drink because I silently laughed. But I know. No. Don't try <laughs> not to it. laugh. That's not no, the point. No, because... <laughs> That's not the point. It's not, it's not the don't laugh drinking game. It's when you laugh, drink. But I... Uh, it's an homage to appreciate it, okay? But no, seriously, this was ridiculous Whatever. because I didn't even want to do this in the first place. I didn't want anything to do with Taekwondo back then, and I still kind of don't now. I'm not going to lie. And to help him, me go out of my way and then get punched in the throat, that is fucking ridiculous. Now, is it funny now? Yes. yes. Was it then? No, because I cried. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's like getting hit. It, <sighs> many of you may know if you get hit in the nose, you involuntarily cry. Yeah. But when you get punched in the throat and it hurts a lot, you still cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you made yourself uh, laugh. You made yourself know, laugh. Good. All right. Well, that was the end of your story. Yeah. So we all drink. Yeah, it's your turn. Well, we all oh, drink. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm got it. I got it. All, all right. right. Um, let me see a funny story. Funny thing. Yeah, what you got? All right. So this uh, happened when I was teaching a kindergarten class. And at the time, I felt really bad. However, now it's kind of funny. But um, there's a game that I, I call the frozen game. Many people have played a wide variety of variations of this, but essentially at any time during class, if I yell freeze, 
I'll yell, freeze, you're frozen in a block of ice. You cannot move. You cannot make a sound. You can blink and you can breathe. And then I go, and everybody's supposed to freeze in place in whatever position they're, they, they were in. And I walk around and I'll maybe try to get people to move. I'll say things to them. I'll do silly things. I'll make farting noises. I'll just, I'll pretend to pick their nose and eat their boogers and stuff like that. And, and I do this for all of my grades, including my eighth graders, my seventh, sixth, seventh and eighth graders hate the frozen game, mostly because one, some of them like enjoy the whole idea of freezing. But then the other part is like when this bald martial arts guy comes up and tries to make them laugh, you know, they think it's dumb. Anyway, during this kindergarten class, I, I yell freeze and I went through my routine and the kids already know what to do. And there was this one girl, she comes from a military um, family, a really awesome family. I, I had like all, almost all of her siblings, except for her younger um, sister, who obviously was under younger than kindergarten. But, um, oh, at that time it was too. But anyway, I yelled freeze. The reason why I mentioned about the military thing is that she is very much you do as you're told kind of people. I mean, all of her siblings are like this. Um, and so I yell freeze. She froze and I'm going around and making people laugh and they have to sit down and, you know, making them move and they sit down and I hear out of the corner, like uh, off to my left, I hear someone go, "Uh Oh, sensei. And I turn and I look and here's this girl. She's perfectly frozen. She's peeing. Urine is <laughs> drink. Urine is just running down her leg, puddling on my mat. And I'm like, what? Now, because it was her, I knew that she's in the mindset that like, if you're told to freeze, no matter what you freeze and so, I mean, like that's, that's part of the family kind of thing and conditioning. But at the same time, it is also the idea that she is very competitive. Of course, you know, a little kindergarten bladder and that doesn't know the difference between family and and competitiveness or whatever. But, yeah, so there she was peeing. And I told her to go to the bathroom, go ahead and go. She would not move. I had to give the magic word of unfreeze before she did and as soon as i said unfreeze she quickly ran to the bathroom and yeah i so i had to take care of that but that's your fucking next bruce lee right there <laughs> dude that entire family is freaking awesome i'm i'm sad because this last um school year it like halfway through they moved out of district. Well, I mean, technically, since we're a charter school, we're not out of district. As long as you're in the state of Ohio, you can live three hours away. But um, they, they they move further away than what they can re- logistically uh, get all of the kids there. And they have like a lot of kids. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I was pretty sad uh, at the end of this this past school year that they 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 won't be coming back, but yeah, all of them are awesome. Like the oldest sibling, um, I took her to, we have these, uh, inter, inter, not interest. Well, they're inter-school tournaments, martial arts tournaments, because the charter school that I, I'm a part of, that I teach for have like 12 different schools within the state of Ohio and three times 
um, within the school year, we get together two times for regular tournaments. And then the third one is our state championships. And I brought the older one with me to be my right hand person. So when I, uh, when it was the younger students doing the tournament, pretty much anything that I said, she did immediately. She jumped on it and she had it. Like I told her, I'm like, Hey, if I say this, you do it. But if I tell you to, to tell them to do something, you do it. And she was right on top of it. So, I mean, yeah, the, the kindergartner, um, definitely would be a great martial artist. And, and fortunately I had, um, I had her again this year, which, you know, she was in first grade, but, um, yeah, they, that entire family is awesome. So I'm, I'm kind of sad that they, that they are no longer with our school, but I still keep in contact with them. But yeah, so that was how badass she is. Like she refused to move. She would would not move until I gave, until I gave the the special word. She would not. And the moment I gave it, she ran to the bathroom. And of course, you know, we had to get the janitor in and get her teacher to to get her change of clothes and everything like that. She would not move. And, but like at the time I'm like, Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Come on. You know, if you have to go, but yeah, no, it, it, she peed herself and it was like, Nope, this is what I'm doing. You told me to freeze. I'm frozen. And I'm like, damn. So yeah. Right on. I'm going to drink twice. Cause I did chuckle on that. All right. And now it's uh be next round. Yep. You get to go, man. What's your, what's your, uh, What's another one of your favorite funniest moments in martial arts? All right. Round three. Um, I'm going to save that one. I kind of want to build this order. All right. Here's one of that still top five, but not as cool as what the last ones are going to be. Now this uh, once again involves me getting hurt. The yeah. Ah, son of a bitch. Yes. Damn it. It's this one really got me. Now I did judo for a little over a year. And there was another martial arts practitioner at the gym and it was his turn to do a move called Uchimata. It basically involves your back is at the person and you know, you have their arms and you use your leg to go in between their legs and kind of kick up the thigh and they kind of roll over you like a wheel. For those of you that aren't familiar with judo moves. Um, The the man was huge. Like he was definitely over six foot and he definitely had some weight to him and he was trying this move and bless him because he's not, I don't know how much judo he did, but his definitely his skill set was karate. And I will never forget it that I, the one day I forget to not wear, to forget to wear my cup. This guy practiced this move on me. And it's a, it's a line. God damn it. I know. It's an awesome. Keep going. Keep going. So it, it's a line drill where he has to stand there in front of the mats, the big crash ones, and people just keep walking up to him and he keeps doing the move and people will eventually switch out that role. But it was my turn and he did it fucking fine with everyone else. And I'm up here, this little guy like, yay, my turn. Go ahead. Throw me. Boom. He misses my thigh completely, drives his entire body weight. His leg goes right into my balls. <laughs> I go down for the count and I am on the ground 
I can't move. I am stunned. I feel like my balls are in my throat. Nice. And everybody's nice. rushing around me and trying to do like, you know, the cross your legs and kind of jumpstart your system by taking you up. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, get away from me. Don't touch me at all. Like I can't even breathe right now. Right. And I think the funniest part about it was I just gave him a look like, what the hell? And he just gives me a smirk like, eh, too bad. I mean, you should have wore your cup, man. Yeah. And I know. I know that was mostly my fault, but like, I don't know how you get this the move flawlessly on everybody else. And then you get to me and you're like, you know what? I'm going to slack off this turn. I I, I have a, uh, a story. I have a story relating something like that, but I'll save that for later. But right now I'm going to take a drink since you just told the story. Yep. All right. Mine. We are on, right. by the way, I kind of lost tally a little bit. I'm just oh guessing. Gosh. Dave is around, David's around seven. Uh, I'm around no five. And we are on story four. All right. Well, here, um, this one, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So this one, I had two students um, sparring and they were, they were like either the same rank or one slightly above the other, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, they were in the middle of sparring and my one student did this spin hook kick and I don't teach spinning hook kicks. I do teach hook kicks, but I don't teach spinning hook kicks, but student a did a spinning hook kick and completely missed his opponent. And in that fraction of time, student B, the one who was supposed to have been kicked, looked over at me or in my general direction and had like this amused look like, what was that? And I shrugged my shoulders, hands up. Within that time, student A was still spinning around. He dropped his body down and did a leg sweep knocking student B on his ass and he let out this yelp <laughs> and it was the fuck drink. It was like you the fucking slept a leg from karate. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy because student A was up and he did, he did like this hook kick and it looked like it was going to be awesome. Like very obviously missed the dude. And, it, and, and he continued to spin around got down and then did a leg sweep of the student. And it was funny because like, as soon as he missed student B looked over and kind of gave like this amused look, like what was that? And I gave like the shoulder shrug. And within that time, next thing you know, student B's legs were out from underneath him, fell on his ass and he let out this yelp, like a dog just got kicked or something. And that, that was great. And I, I talked to student A afterwards. I'm like, did you plan that? And he's like, no, I thought I was going to hit him, but I just kept spinning. So I went down. So the, 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 apparently the, the leg sweep wasn't even planned. He just kind of went down and kept spinning and then knocked student B on his ass. So that 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 definitely is up there and one of the funniest moments that i've experienced uh specifically with my students now 
that one wasn't with me, but I promise my next one will definitely be with me. And for that, and that's okay. That, that wasn't the stipulation. And that's actually a pretty fucking awesome story. Oh, it was, it was funny because even I was, I was like, I don't know. And next thing you know, it, it looked like he totally intended to do that. He went down, his hands kind of were on the ground and he just, his leg was out and he was spinning and it looked great. And it was the funniest damn thing because, you know, it was like the exchange of like where the student B was like, what, what was that? And I'm like, huh? And the other guy went around, boom, knocked the guy out on his ass. And like student B was like, Ow! <laughs> it was the craziest fucking yelp. I, I, could, I can't even do it, but it reminded me of a damn dog who got kicked. But anyway, so that, that that's pretty much right. Oh my God. It was great. So that was pretty damn fun. And I'm going to take a drink to that. Yep. Drink. All right. All right. I'm going to save how I met my wife for last, because I think that was going to be the best one. Oh, okay. But taking in a weird direction there. Fair enough. Yo, it's great. Don't worry. The, and it still has to do with martial arts. 100%. The Taco Bell guy story this one's one of my favorites i don't think it's top one that's you why i have a title for it it must it, be good no this was the only one with a title the taco bell guy story is said amongst my college friends every so often they'll bring this up and i'm always just like fucking stop talking about it <laughs> the uh but at the same time i'm like actually no that's pretty cool the guy i i just i had a very long night of drinking. I think I was arguing Weird. with, yeah, I know. Right. Cause there's not a theme there. <laughs> this was in college. We're going to the bars. We're hanging out. I think that's very same night. I had a tiff with my ex-girlfriend who it was a long distance relationship. So it's already pissing me off, but I'm in the, after a, a great long night of drinking, you know, the usually tradition is to go to Taco Bell and, you know, gorge so that you can kind of sober up a little bit and go pass out. Right. We train along into Taco Bell. We're just standing there minding our own business in like an eight hour long line because all of the colleges has to go to Taco Bell at the same time. Apparently. Oh my gosh. And in Bowling Green at the time, there was only one Taco Bell. There's two now. Just one. Yeah. Yeah. There's one on Wooster and it was the shittiest fucking Taco Bell ever. They always got the damn orders wrong and pretty much they can do it because it was the only Taco Bell there, but now they have another one on um, South Main Street. So it's pretty good. But yeah, it, everybody went to Taco Goddamn Bell. Oh, yeah. It was just, that's just what you did. And one, I will gross a lot of people out, but I'll eat that shit sober. I love Taco Bell. <laughs> right on. But the uh, drink, by the way. The uh, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Fucker. Okay. Um, so while I'm waiting in line, just minding my own business, just waiting for this Cedar Point line to end, basically, I feel a very, very strong pain in my back. Someone has punched me, what I'm guessing, as hard as they could in my back. What? Yes. And I said the same thing. I instantly swing around to whoever the fuck is behind me. I didn't know at the time, but I realized I had to look straight up in the air. That's how close I was <laughs> to this very tall guy. I damn it. I got a drink. Fuck. Yes, you do. I look him straight in the eye, turn around in an instant 
and said, did you just hit me, motherfucker? And he, God damn, I hate this game. He looks at me with both hands in the air. And by the way, this is not a man that needs to back down from my little 5'7 ass. And that weighs a buck, whatever. I'm not going to even not say. Five seven. I'm five seven. You're shorter I'm than five I am. seven. No, I'm, I'm not. Five, seven. I will post a motherfucking photo of us standing next to each other. God damn it, dude! You, I lose at least three inches from how bad I slouch. Oh my god. Uh, but this guy, like, there's no right for him at all to back down to this. Like, he could have easily just jacked me in the face, and that would have been the day. But. I, he must have had all the humble bones in his body or I caught him so fucking off guard where he was like, what the hell's going on? Like, that was a cool moment in my life. I got someone over six foot just to back down right away. Only to find out it was my friend's little sister who jacked me as hard as she could and walked by. <laughs> so as she hits me in the back, she wants me to fight this guy. And the guy, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, 100% was so cool and humble. Just put his hands in the air. He's like, dude, it wasn't me, I swear. Because he could have oh, easily good. just wrecked my life. He could, he could have just knocked me right out. So that was mine. I'm going to take a drink because it is round six. Are we on six? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I think, it, I think you're six. Go ahead. Oh, man. All right. <clears throat> well, because, uh, because you were talking about balls and getting kicked in the balls earlier or, or wept in the balls, if you will. Um, who doesn't like balls? I, you know, I don't know. But uh, I, in my school, in the charter school, we're not allowed to, instructors are not allowed to spar or do something similar like sparring with our students and excuse me um it's that was very foreign to me and i and i I do understand i mean the school is looking out for liability purposes but like in regular what i call regular regular martial arts schools um or whatever it's nothing for an instructor to an to apply a technique or you know, if you happen to be sparring to do some light sparring or hard sparring, depending on the person. Well, anyway, um, this particular day, I decided that I was going to work with a student. Be- he, he just was not understanding the, the subject. Um, I just and, you know, like I, I definitely know the difference when um my students are just screwing around and not getting it or, you know, just camp. And and this student just couldn't. So I say, all right, this is it. We're going to spar. I'm not going to strike you at all. You can strike me as much as you want. Um, and you know, do what you got to do. I'm going to show you how we do the technique that we're doing. And the technique had to deal with a, Kind of, uh, I guess like the best thing would be like if you refer to like in boxing a slip and then you engage in a throw. Now, obviously, you don't have throws in boxing, but so, you know, we were kind of squaring off 
again, I wasn't going to strike him at all. But what I was going to do is I was going to slip when the opportunity provided itself and then gently put the person on the ground. I wasn't going to throw, but I was going to show how the technique came together. So, and he was, he said, you want to put any equipment on? I'm like, no. He's like, what? All right, cool. Because at our school, again, for liability reasons, everybody has to wear sparring gear, even though some of the sparring gear technically doesn't reduce injury to the person, but whatever that that's what insurance says. So that's what they do. But, um, and so he was excited he didn't care about the technique. He didn't care about whatever. He just wanted to, you know, show to everybody, ah, look, I got sensei. I, 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 you know, whatever. And so, so we're in there and he's throwing punches and I'm, I'm dodging them. I'm kind of slapping them out of the air. Like they're nothing. And he throws some kicks and they, they were nothing. You know, I, I, I slide out of the way. I quickly trapped, you know, I quickly trapped some of the kicks. Um, I, didn't trap longer only because the way that we do martial arts in this particular school and for all the schools, there is tournament training or there's, there's tournaments that we do for sparring and you can't trap. But anyway, point being, and I, I guess we can't throw either. So I don't know why I only quickly trap, but I, I quickly trapped to kind of like, see, I got it and I let it go and no big deal and throwing punches and he's getting mad. He's getting pissed because not, I mean, I'm not wearing any gear. I told him he can hit me however he wants to, however he needs to. And so he's trying, he's trying, he's trying. He throws a punch. I block that punch. I, I put up my right arm into a, um, a Jodan, a Jodan Barai, and, uh, which is a, an upper block. Um, and, he, well, I mean, technically it, it's an upper reception, but anyway, he, so he, he throws a punch. I throw that, that, um, Joe Barai. He then, he, and, and I was proud of him because he saw an opportunity to kick. The thing is though, he meant to kick my waist, but he couldn't get his legs to move quite the way he needed to before I moved. And I moved in front of him. So he went and he took his leg and he goalposted me right between my legs, hit my nuts. And all I know is a flash of white flashed before my eyes and his eyes got huge. Like, Oh shit. I just kicked sensei in the nuts. And then you can see the excitement like, Oh shit. I just kicked sensei in the nuts. When I saw that in him, I stepped to the side and I applied the throw. And, you know, like I gently laid him on the ground and everybody was like, what? Because like when they saw the go post kick, they were like, oh, but I didn't allow it to phase me. And I went and I used his stall for the opportunity to do the throw. And of course, the entire idea of teaching the technique was completely lost at that point because half the students are like, how the hell? I mean, and they weren't saying this, but this is totally what they're thinking. How the hell does he have balls of steel? And others are like, what? What? He's like crazy. Like you could just kick him anywhere and he'll keep going. And everybody was just so amazed. That I, I mean, dude, he hit me hard. It, I mean, cause like he was, he was definitely trying for a different kick, but I moved in. It was like by no fault of his at the same time. If, if, 
if I was in his shoes, I would have been like, okay, well, this is what's happening. Pow. And hit even harder. But you know, and, and I don't wear a cup while I'm teaching at, at the uh, charter school. So, yeah, it, it was full on in my throat, white flash of light. And even I was like, oh, 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 oh my God. See, I can't laugh at that stuff because like I just oh, man, dude. it was hard. But there was something in that split second that like because I saw like the oh, shit look in his eyes and then i saw the oh shit look like yeah i just nailed this mother and yeah so then i'm like oh opportunity and of course i i did what i could to explain afterwards you know like after everybody settled down I'm like yeah blah 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 and because of this i they didn't care because uh, like they were happy that the student kicked me in the nuts and then they, half of them were like oh my gosh you can kick him in his nuts and he doesn't phase him but yeah, so that, that, that was, that was funny because not only was he excited that I swept him, but you know, he kicked me in the nuts and he was like, what? And I'll tell you it, I, I had a very hard time teaching the rest of the classes after that one, because I couldn't really walk that well. And, and my first graders are like, what's going on? Did you hurt yourself? And later that day. David's nuts fell from oh his Oh my throat. gosh, dude. Oh my gosh. So that, 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 that was my ball. My, one of my funniest uh, moment ball stories. So I'm going to drink. I mean, that's a good ball. Oh one. my gosh. But the ball ones for me, like I said, I just cringe now. After that happened to me, like the ball stuff, even on movies, I'm like, oh, oh God, no. <laughs> you guys try the, oh, anyway. I mean, in addition to your iron palm, you have to try, you have to condition iron crotch. Just saying. Yeah, no, that was not my secret. It just happened to be I was more interested in in finding that opening than than crippling over. But yeah, oh, he it was definitely a field goal post, man. Uh, kick. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on iron balls, but um, <laughs> all right, my turn. I got two more left, I believe. Crazy. Now, I, I don't find this one as well. That's so weird that that's how math oh, works. <laughs> the next one, though, I don't find funny, but my the, wife. How, how is it the funniest God, moment? It's for my wife because she loves it. Okay. I, I just politically have to say I don't find it funny. <laughs> but honestly, okay. it's a little funny. Damn it. You made me chuckle. How the hell does that work? All right. Hold on. I know. It's because my wife is funny. She's the one that makes the jokes. But here's the deal. Ever since meeting my wife, and I will save how I met my wife and for the end, but ever since meeting my wife, I have punched her due to martial arts training in the head at least. <laughs> God damn exactly. it. Fuck. See? Son of a bitch. Now, see, I want to laugh, but I don't think I should. <laughs> oh, damn it. The, uh, yeah, drink, man. Drink. I am, I am. The uh, the idea here is, well, there was one time we were we were just practicing some, some judo and stuff, and I'm like, you know, I haven't done it in for a long time, and I'm like, yeah, I used to do judo, and she's like, I used to do judo. I'm like, all right, let's do it, and we did some grip fighting, and my hand completely scraped past her gi and just uppercutted her. What? So, yeah, I guess that was a chuckle, son of a bitch. Well, we don't have to count a chuckle though. Well, the, uh, I do. You got a 10% alcohol beer. I'm oh just trying to do And up. it's almost empty. Like, it's, I, I, I don't know that I can make it for the rest of this uh, show. 
Yeah. That's my favorite one. Cause I'm like, I looked at her like, I no longer have a girlfriend anymore. And she just started laughing and cracking up. And I'm like, I'm so glad you think this is funny that I just punched you in the head, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> Damn it. I'll run with it. Damn it. Karen. Why did you, why did you think that this one was funny? Well, all right, hold on. Cause it is, but again, I'm choosing not to laugh for any, went out there that is overly uh, I can't wait till Karen listens to this so that way even though you don't think it's oh, funny she's gonna crack she'll up. think it's the funniest damn thing that you punched her in her head literally she asked me to do this so people who think I'm horrible and beat my wife just or something, know that just he know is horrible and his wife likes it I am horrible she does <laughs> oh damn it <laughs> yeah I like this game now. Ah. Only when you laugh, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. The uh, the other time, you know, just simple, like same kind of deal, like just grappling or just practicing some Wing Chun or something, and it slips and just jacks. Every single time has been in the jaw, right in the bottom of the chin, and Man. that's what makes it so special because that is apparently now a very special spot Your love tap spot Aww. that's our love tap spot right in the bottom of the chin oh. it always goes right there for fucking some reason but there's so many things i can make jokes of but i, I shall refrain even though we cuss a lot i, I still know that there are some we individuals have limits. That, yeah yeah we do have limits but um i think the last story is like i can't even refrain a little bit and it's going to be bad so all right, so is this like a, a young listener warning? Yes, but I'm uh, not there so yet, so it's fine. It's your turn. Young I'm listeners, uh, parents, uh, guardians, or otherwise, if the, the adult language has not yet disturbed you and or your children, you may want to take take them and take the children to the other side uh, of the room or somewhere else when Justin comes on. But I'm going to take a quick drink because that was the end of your story. And then I'm going to yep. tell a story about a Taekwondo or Taekwondo, depending if you want to be correct, um, instructor that I knew. But hold on. Let me take the drink here. You got it. All right. So I'm going to do my best to make this as general as possible because the individual will very quickly know who he is if he listens to this. However, due to a falling out, I don't know that he will listen to this, but whatever. I was visiting a Taekwondo school. Um, uh, the instructor, the owner found out that I was close in proximity to him and invited me out to his school. And he invited me out to a belt testing. Um, part of it, I think, was because he just, you know, wanted to give me a feel of his school and whatever. When he found out, like, he didn't know, he really didn't, like, when he invited me out, beforehand he didn't know me from anybody else but then when he found out who i was you could tell like his demeanor really changed and he kind of seemed nervous and that like he wanted to put on a performance i don't know either to you know validate himself or just to impress me or what but so i i go to i go to this this black belt testing 
just a, you know, as an observer, I get there and he's like, sensei, I know that I asked you out in, you know, to come watch, but an instructor is not able to sit on the, the grading board. Can you sit on the grading board? And I'm like, sir, you, you do know that I only did Taekwondo, Taekwondo way back in my youth. Um, I'm not a person. He's like, but because of, of your rank and, you know, who you are and your status in that, you know, your feedback is definitely valuable. Please, if you could, please sit on the, the, the judging board or the grading board. I'm like, sir, I appreciate the offer because you're in this position. I will do that. Please understand that, you know, my views may be different than what you're expecting. He's like, I, I completely understand, please. And thank you. So I'm sitting up on this board with four other martial artists. They of course are high ranking, um, Taekwondo individuals. Um, I'm not a Taekwondo person. Again, I did that in my youth, but I never, you know, was never awarded black belt or anything like that. So, um, while I am a um, karate black belt, <laughs> but you know, it, it is what it is. Question mark. I mean, it's, 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 I can respect this. And I have sat on other judging boards or examination boards for other styles that I'm not a part of, but the board is made up of, other martial artists uh, of different styles in that. And, you know, so that made sense, but it's like, it's like this last minute kind of deal. I didn't want, like, if anything that I said, you know, I didn't want to have any ill effect on this person. And because martial art exams tend to happen in front of people, you know, like up in front of their, their loved ones, their, their friends their family, blah, 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 blah. And so I didn't want, to be the, like, if for any reason I was the one who caused this individual not to get his, his belt, you know, I didn't want to be that person in, you know, whatever. So anyway, okay, cool. And you could tell this instructor and this instructor is like a fifth degree, uh, black belt in, uh, what is it? WTF. So world Taekwondo Federation. Anyway, he's acting kind of nervous and I don't, I, I, I'm not sure why it just seemed very whatever. So he's, he's, you know, saying all the things that the student needs to do and all this jazz and the student goes through it and was going well. I mean, like the student definitely has earned whatever rank up to this point. And I'm like, yeah, this solid. I mean, I can't find any flaws. And if there are flaws, the other four guys should be able to, because it's their style. And it, right. it comes to the point where um, the student needs to start breaking boards. Um, and I'm not entirely familiar with WTF uh, uh, regulations with regards to how to break and what to break in that. But there was some sort of, he, he had to do a punch. He had to do a sidekick. He had to do a hook kick and he had to do some other sort of stuff. Okay. Well, come to find out 
this this quote exam was actually more of just like a performance because I guess this person has already earned the rank that uh, he was to get, which was a black belt, first degree black belt. But he he had already earned that rank. So almost regardless of what happened in this quote exam, he was going to get it. I didn't know that. And then that's why I was like, what? But again, the instructor act very nervous and okay. So it comes time. He was going to get it regardless. Yeah. Because from what I understand, the, the exam portion where everybody kind of comes in is more of a show, more of a demonstration of look at our school, more specifically look at our student, but look at our school. So that way, if you're not a part of us, you can join us. So it really wasn't an exam, more or less like during practice and, and regular classes, this person has already demonstrated that he has achieved the black belt level. But this, this quote exam was more of like a formality and more of a production is like a wrong word, but it's more of like a, a performance, but they call it an exam. So I didn't know ahead of time. It doesn't matter. The point being is he was about ready to do all these, these different board breaking things. And so he punches this one board, breaks it. He does this side thrust, breaks it. He does a couple of like, he does a, uh, I don't know what it's called in, in Taekwondo. It's called a Shuto in karate where it's like essentially like what they call a quote knife hand. Um, he did a knife hand break and the, there was like one kick where he had to do a hook kick and break a board and he goes i mean he's he's flying through these boards and it's just making it look effortless and i'm and i'm looking at these boards like whoa (laughs) i'm okay at board breaking but man for first degree black belt i don't know that i could do these things you know so i was even impressed and he's like you know like i said punching and sidekick thrust kicking and and breaking these boards he goes to he goes to do a hook kick he does a side hook kick, pow, board doesn't break. You could hear the, his, his, his heel hit, hit the board and it just, it's a sound that sounded gross. Like it, hmm, I'm not sure what happened, but he said he's okay. And the instructor was like, okay, do it again. He tries it again. Crack doesn't break the board. I don't know what made that crack. It was like the bone hitting. I don't know what it was again. Not quite as gross as that first sound, but it was like, whoa. And he tries it again for the third time. Nope, doesn't break it. And the instructor kind of puts his hand on his shoulders, talking to him. And at this point, the student, you could just tell, like, the student has completely dropped and just like, uh, I'm not getting my belt. You know, kind of like the, I failed. And instructor puts his hand on his shoulder and he's like, look. I know you've done a great job. And, you know, of course, the instructor is saying it kind of loud enough so everybody in the audience could hear. And, you know, he, uh, this student had quite a bit of family there. It's like, look, there's times in life, you know, basically given this whole life thing about how times in life we can give it our all and it still might not work. It doesn't mean that we haven't succeeded in life, blah, 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 blah. But the instructor's like, let me give you a few more points, a few more tips. And so 
the, the student kind of stands upright and the instructor stands up and he's pointing, gesturing to the board, giving some instructions and kind of the instructor's kind of miming what should be done and like the points to look for, blah, 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 whatever. And then the instructor's like, let me show you how it's done. And he requested for another board, you know, because ideally he's going to kick it. So the student holding the board, puts the one down, runs off, gets another board of, of equal, equal size. And I'm telling you, they're probably like, like an inch and a half to almost two inches. It was ridiculously large. Um, but then again, I'm not Taekwondo, Taekwondo. So maybe two inch, almost two inch is what is normally done. I don't know. Anyway. So the instructor stands there, looks at the board, judges it. Looks over at the student, gives a last few minute words, then looks back at the board, hands ready. He starts his spin. He spins around and he hook kicks the student that was holding the board square in the head and knocks her out, knocks her out. And the whole uh, audience, people that came there to watch the one student graduate or whatever, or get promoted, gasps. The look of fear on that instructor was priceless. And I, he didn't do it, but I swear to goodness, he probably wanted to pee just like my kindergarten student did that I said the first story. Knocked that student clean out. And that, my friend, is one of the funniest uh, moments in martial arts experience that I've had with a Taekwondo instructor. And I'm going to take my drink. Yeah, I'll take mine too. All right, hold on one second. God, you do all that hard work and then knock out your UK. Awesome. Knocked her out. That was great. But yeah, so in case anybody was wondering, the student did receive his black belt. The person holding the board was revived and it was pretty much a soup sandwich after that point anyway, which was great. I'm so glad I had the opportunity to experience that. Um, you know, a part of me is like, yeah, he did great. And then the other part is me like, hey, bro, I don't know if he should have gotten a black belt. Punched out or kicked out his partner. But hey, I'm well, out. That would be another the, the student didn't do it. It was the instructor who did it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, he was trying to show him he how was, to do the it. The instructor well, was trying to show the student who was going for the black belt. The instructor did the hook kick solidly connected with the side of her head, probably temple area, but side of the head knocked her out. I, you must've dropped out when you said that portion. That is amazing. (laughs) And I will drink just because I do think that is funny. What? uh, I'm not going to say anything. All right. This last one for me is my special how I met my wife story and Aww. I'm going to say it as politically as politically correct as possible I don't want to get gross or anything oh, yeah, thank you. But, and, and at the time I didn't even notice what was happening until like later in life she mentioned it the, uh, the best part um, was I met her in college we were doing the martial arts club she finally joined it I wasn't even 
supposed to be there that day teaching. It was supposed to be someone else. I was actually sick. Well, I'm not very good at staying put sometimes. So I'm like, you know what? That doesn't sound like you at all. Anyway. I know, right? (laughs) So I'm like, I'm I'm gonna go to class today. And I don't it's not that I need to teach. I can just whatever whoever's teaching whatever, I'll I'll join in on. And right when I walk in she was it's it was like a movie dude she was like the instantly the one i see we connect eyes you hear like (laughs) you know playing in the background and stuff and you know it was like and she told me later she's like her miss she saw my face was still like not like you know i was sickly and she was like you know what michael my goal is to make that guy laugh today because he looks yeah, like he's having a good day. I've been drinking. I need a drink. I'm sorry. Keep keep talking. Oh, I stopped Italian. I um, can't. I can't do um, that. All right, keep going. But um, you know, we we just we do a class. We're partners every once in a while. We're hanging out. I'm just kind of keeping my distance because I'm not interested. I'm sick as hell. And. She asked me, you know, something comes up that, you know, she used to do a little bit of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. There's a couple other people that did a little BJJ. And I'm like, well, I do a little bit of groundwork. It's not technically Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but, you know, I'm pretty decent at grappling. And she suggested that we spar. Okay. Judo automatically kicks into my head. So, like, as soon as somebody says go, I, like, toss her over my shoulder. And I put her in a well-known judo pin where it's basically, like... You put your chest, so you you face in the opposite directions. So like my head's facing her feet, her head's facing right. my feet. I'm on top a of north south position. I basically put. Yep, and you basically use your body weight and kind of like um, basically fetal position on top of her, and you know your body weight keeps those shoulders gotcha. fit. Well. It wasn't until later in life where she brought that story up again for some whatever reason. And she later tells me, you know, that was cool and all. You know, we were sparring. I didn't think much of it. But did you know that during that entire time, your groin was basically <clears throat> almost in my face? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm like, because I could go my whole life without like when you're when you're doing martial arts, you don't think about right, those things. Right. It's not it's not supposed to be right. like that. But I found it hilarious because <laughs> I'm just like when I look back on it and I'm thinking, well, when I do that move to people, how many else have this right. issue? <laughs> right. Yeah. And and or when I was being taught, has it been done to me? <laughs> Ah, shit, I got a drink. So, anyway, just yeah, funny like, story how we met. We met during martial arts. Martial you, arts connected you us. Met during the north-south experience. Got it. Well, I mean... All right, let's not go well, there, but... Yeah, hey. All right. I, I unfortunately... All right, you... I, I, I think... I'm out of beer. I, I think that you have unfortunately one upped my last story it's not nearly as cool or as funny but whatever i i guess i will uh you know go ahead and say it now but anyway no you got to make up for this embarrassment oh dude this one is totally embarrassing to me um so i was instructing a student in uh, like a whole class in stick fighting 
And the student that was my uke or the, the receiver um, had been with me for a really long time, knows exactly what I'm, what I'm teaching and what I'm about to teach and all this kind of jazz. And when I selected, uh, when I selected him, I, I selected him because he knows everything that we're going through and all that, you know? And so he's standing up there with me and I'm talking about different positions and I'm taking my stick and I'm kind of showing with my arms and demonstrating potential striking areas, this, that, and the other with, within the technique that we were working on. And I, I made a comment, excuse me. Sorry about that. I made a comment saying, all right, so I'm going to do the technique and I want you to show how we defend against this. Um, and you know, I was talking to, to the student who, who was my, okay. And I thought, (laughs) I thought that he would understand what I meant because he has been in my classes and has saw how, saw how I taught and, and everything. But what happened was I was going slow. So that way the, the people that were observing could watch the actual technique, like the, 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 not the dynamics per se, but how, when I struck in a certain way, how the, how the defense were to be implied in the follow-up. Well, apparently I didn't let him know I was going at very slow speed. I wasn't really doing much. So I took my, I took my stick in my right hand and I proceeded to do a diagonal strike down, which would be, if you can imagine the individual, it should have struck roughly his left carotid artery. Well, as I'm going slow, and I mean, it's not super slow, but like if I'm going to strike somebody, I don't go this slow. But as I show that, And as my stick comes down, he brings his stick up, deflects the stick, deflects my stick. My stick smashes into my nose. My nose instantly starts bleeding. (laughs) The, the, The tip of my stick cuts above my eyebrow, makes me bleed. He follows through with the technique, so sweeps down, brings it up, and smashes my other side of my temple, cutting me there, making me bleed. And so within that, you know, I smack myself in the in the nose. My, my nose starts bleeding. I cut myself. My eye starts bleeding. He comes around and cracks me on the other side of my head. My temple starts bleeding or about my temple starts bleeding. So like within seconds, I'm bleeding. Blood's going down. The entire class is like, what? And I'm dazed because, <laughs> you know, Obviously, yeah, I came down like slow instructional kind of deal. I don't know what went through his head. I mean, hopefully it was reactionary. He, he did say it was reactionary. He's like, I'm sorry. I thought you were going full speed and you're going to pull. And I'm like, no, I wasn't going full speed. I wanted to show the angle of attack. But yeah, so he popped the stick up. My stick smashed my face more than once. I got blood all over. Then he goes and cracks me on the other side of my head. Blood's dripping down. But yeah, so 
that was one of the funniest moments um, at the time. I was just like, what? But uh, to this day, I can now laugh at it because it was just ridiculous. And I mean, he, That's so dude, he did it perfect. Exactly the way it should have been. Now, if someone's go- attacking you slow like that, there are other things that you could do, probably should do. But for what what we were teaching that time or what I was attempting to teach, yeah, he totally demonstrated how you can mess somebody up. So that was my uh, funniest moment in martial arts history. My martial arts history, at least. But man, if we ever do a painful one, that's going to have to come back again, too. The thing is, it wasn't that painful it was more startling no really? because it happened like when my snick my snick yeah i've been drinking a lot mm-hmm. apparently because uh this <laughs> because this game sucks um but no like the stick came up so quick i really didn't even feel my nose get hit but what i, I did feel the cut above my eyebrow i i felt that and i was like like as soon as I was able to formulate what, like, cause I didn't really, it, it was just, he was quick and, and as quick as he should have been. But like it, my stick came down, bounced back into my nose and then it cut my brow. My brow is what I felt. Oh. And then as soon as that registered, I was getting smacked on the other side of my head on the right side of my head near my temple. And it was just like, what? <laughs> I mean, afterwards it was painful. And cause like my nose started hurting my, yeah. both my eyebrow and near my temple, my right side temple started, started hurting. Cause it was my left, my left eyebrow that got, that got smacked um, or cut. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't in the moment. It wasn't painful. I felt it on all well, with the exception of my nose, um, I felt the cut above my eyebrow and the cut near my temple, but um, it, it wasn't painful. I mean, afterwards, yeah, pain set in and, and it sucked. But when it happened, though, I it, it just it, it was over before it like really registered. Because, like I said, when it hit my eyebrow and it cut it, I'm like, oh, what? Pow! What? What? What is going on? And I, I hear I hear my class like, oh. <laughs> like what what's going on so yeah dude those oh, sticks man. are no joke like i've been hit with them several occasions never in the head oh, that it was suck. fun it's it, it definitely it, i i i it's like one of my favorite funniest moments that i've experienced in martial arts because it was just ridiculous um it, and it really came back down to me being a, an instructor who didn't follow through with the person that I'm working with to make sure that they knew what I was talking about. I just assumed that they did. And, and like part of, and even part of me, like, is like, like that they should have known at the same time. I didn't give that instruction. I didn't tell them what was going on. So by no fault, by no fault at all. I mean, it was all on my shoulders, which makes it even more funny, but, oh, that, yeah, sure. but that my friend is my last story of this episode. Right on. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up our combined 10 funniest stories in martial arts. 
And honestly, I would love for to hear from you guys' stories. So if you guys can comment oh, us or yeah. email us, um, if you can top our stories, that'd be great. I mean, these are just what was funny to us. If they weren't funny to you, awesome. Please show me up. Tell me some funny stories. Yeah, definitely. We all, we all have bad days and we want to get cheered up. So that'd be oh, cool. Man. Yeah, definitely write in. Um, shoot us a Facebook message, uh, email. Uh, Justin, where can they email their stories to? I believe it's drunken fist. Is it pod P O D? Okay. So an email goes a name at then the domain name, just in case you've never done that before. Oh, name at. No. <laughs> All right. So fans. I don't know where to send an email. <laughs> fans at drunken fist podcast.com. Or I think maybe what Justin was going for was you can also go to our website at drunken com, And on there, there's a contact form that you can also submit your most funniest uh, martial arts thing was that yeah, that's, that's, was, the one. that's yeah, what i was going for yeah, i apologize that's I, the one i look at the most i don't have access to the email you have, well you do but uh, anyway we'll, we'll get into that later yeah that'll be later um all right so yeah so definitely send us your message uh or your stories because we need to be cheered up too, especially, oh my gosh, I have so much schoolwork to do for this master's degree. Um, I, I would like to pleasantly be distracted by your messages of your fu- funniest martial arts experience. Um, uh, show notes, uh, when, when I get to it, show notes will be up at uh, drunkenfistpodcast.com. Where can they go to to subscribe to this podcast, Justin, if they haven't subscribed already? There's like a hundred places. You got <laughs> Spotify, you got iHeartRadio, you got Apple Podcasts through iTunes, you got one of my favorites, Stitcher. Stitcher's a um, good one. I, th- I think from what I know of, that's it, but I know oh, there's, there's more way more. You, you got Podbean, you have, um, what is it, player.fm, um, so many other places. Uh, yeah, but that's it. Hey, Justin, who makes this podcast, uh, you know, who makes it possible for us? The fans do. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Where can someone go if they would like to learn more about being a fan of the show to support the show? Why are you quizzing me after all that drinking game? All right. If you want to support the show, go to... Because I I didn't want to do the ending, even though you did the beginning. So I'm trying to get you to do the ending. Oh, I don't want to do the ending. I did the beginning. I feel unbalanced. It's supposed to be (laughs) yin-yang. All right. Yin Yang. Um, yeah, this podcast is made possible by the fans of the show. Uh, you can definitely hear the people that we shouted out to in other episodes. But if you would like to learn more about how you can become a fan of the show and support the show, go to drunkenfistpodcast.com forward slash fans. Um, you yeah, spell pod P O D. Oh my gosh. Pod P O D cast C A S T. Okay, so, yes, pod, P-O-D. Anyway, until we hit the mass again, thanks for drinking with us. Cheers. Bye.